power, isn't he, a captaincy option? He's got double figures in his last two games. Hello and welcome back to Joe's FPL. My name is Dan. I am one half of Joe's FPL and I'm joined again on this spooky night by the other half of Joe's FPL, Stephen. Stephen, how are you, my friend? I'm Sam Dan. Great weekend uh, with the tune there. 4-0 victory. Lovely job. Lovely job. And fantasy didn't go too badly at all for either of us, I don't think. Although we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, game week 14 is over. Only two more game weeks until the overhaul. How are you feeling around the transfers in general at the moment? It is everything that you do now is just purely punty, and that's the same for literally everybody in the game. It's unprecedented to have this wild card that everyone has to choose at the same time. So everything just feels a bit punty, and you just feel like putting random players in your team. You do, yes. Um, it does feel like you're just taking more risks at this point because, like you said, you know there's a complete overhaul coming. Um, I mean, the World Cup itself, I'm not really looking forward to it because I don't feel like England are going to do too well this time round. Um, but yeah, in terms of FPL, just um, taking risks at this point um, and then maybe when the overhaul does happen, you'll go back to playing it safe a little bit again. Yeah, I'll be very interested to see how quickly the template turns back into a template yeah. come the come the latter stages of the World Cup when everyone starts actually looking back into the FPL team because it'll happen. It's, it's inevitable that'll happen. Obviously, there'll be things that come out of the World Cup that might skew people's minds, but more likely, really, it's just going to be injuries. There's nothing you can really take in form in a World Cup, is there? Wow. I mean, you could have some... There might be so, like, the, a Dutch team might get through to the semi-finals and you fancy picking up a Van der Beek, but it's never <laughs> going to happen, is it? <laughs> How did we get on this week, Dan? Game week 14's over and done with. How did you get on? Game week 14, so I got 70 points overall. Um, and I did take my first hit of the season, so I had two transfers in, so that was a minus four, so you could say it's a net of 66. Um, well, my FPL's currently shown as the average points has been 30, but I don't think that's correct. Um, I have had an overall rank decrease of about 7k, so I'm 98k overall now, so still just in the top 100k, nice. but literally only just. Um, my two transfers in this week was Cucurella and Bowen out for Gabriel and Saka. So net, that's probably worked, but obviously we'll talk about Saka in a little bit because it looks like he picked up a bit of a knock in the um, Arsenal game, but still managed to get an assist before he went. Mm. Uh, returnees were Cancelo with a six, Trippier with an 11. Um, Salah ended up being the captain, which we'll probably talk about in a bit. Um, Saka with a four, and of course, Callum Wilson with a 19. Monstrous. Although, <laughs> monstrous, mate, but a little bit annoyed because I thought I was sitting there thinking I had... Wilson, who's a bit of a differential, you know, everyone had Mitrovic or Tony or had dropped down or went a little bit higher with Jesus. All my frigging rivals have all got fucking Wilson. I was like, what's going on here? Everyone's got good points as well. I think he was only less than 3% owned as well. I've seen someone saying it went from 3% to near enough 10% now um, since that wow. since that monstrous uh, haul he got on Saturday. But yeah, it does feel like a lot more people have him than you would think. Yeah, more than what I expected anyway, certainly. Um, but I over game week rank of two point five million, so it is what it is. Not the best, not the worst. Can't mm. complain. A great deal. Um, of course, no real benching nightmares. Um, with 
I mean, Haaland out, Emerson doesn't get a game, and I had Ward and Justin on the bench, so they were never going to play against City. So I think I've picked the best 11 I could possibly have done. Um, a bit frustrated with Foden. I think quite a lot of owners will be. Obviously, I've got him in for two game weeks, and he's been benched for both. Mm. But um, still a couple of game weeks to go. He could still get some big hauls in the final two, so I'm not too worried about that at the moment. How did you get on, Stephen? So I didn't do as good as you, but I'd done pretty well. Um, 65 points. Um, the average was only 59, so not too bad overall. Right. Returnees were Guaita with a 9, Cancelo with a 6, Trippier with 11, Saka with 4, Salah with a 14-pointer as captain, and Almiron with a 12-pointer. That gave me a game week rank of 3.8 million, so pretty pretty much near enough average. Um even though the score was only 59 for the average. Overall rank yeah. has dropped from 177k to 191k. Um, obviously, captaincy-wise, it was on Haaland at first, uh, but with the late news that he wasn't playing, I did change it to Salah, so quite happy with that, although it would have been better if Haaland was on the bench and came on, because a lot of people got away with having a good vice-captain in Salah or, you know, Martinelli yeah. this week or Jesus. So, um, yeah, I would have preferred Haaland to be on the bench and came on for a nice little one-pointer, but it wasn't to be. Um, transfer success, you wouldn't say so right now. Uh, Bowen was my transfer out for Saka. Only a two-point difference there, but Saka is potentially injured, um, which, mm-hmm. which could make it a bad transfer. Obviously, if he comes back and he's fit for the weekend, then doesn't look so bleak um but it was between him and martinelli who i was looking to bring in so yeah that's probably what makes it a little bit worse at the moment knowing he got near pointer it does and i think a little bit i mean i'm on saka as well he could well be a transfer out for both of us this week amazingly but i think that um it would be a bit harsh if saka was maybe nursing this injury a little bit reese nelson obviously came on two goals and an assist when he came back on the pitch if Saka's fully fit, then yeah, okay, he goes back in. I don't think anyone can have any complaints. But if he's maybe he's just coming back a little bit, I think Arteta probably will want to play him, uh, play Reese Nelson. Yeah. Um, just be, just as a little bit of you know loyalty to him. I mean, no doubt he'll play midweek in the Europa League game. I think it's their final group game. I don't think it means much for them. I believe they are already qualified, but that might just be a little bit of an indication to see how Saka is. Yeah, if he's on the bench, um, it might gets, be a good if, thing for us. Nah. Yeah, I was going to say, if he's on the bench or even if he comes on for 10, 15 minutes at the end just to see how it is, I think that would be... Usually, I don't like to take much from the European midweek games in terms of an indication yeah. for the for the weekend lineup. Um, But I think in something like this where you could see Saka, maybe he gets 10, 15 minutes towards the end of a game, it's a good sign. Although he is against Chelsea, so you might not be actually too bothered. You might be someone that you might have actually put on from anyways. I doubt it. But if you think they might be on the bench, there might be a better option on your bench to bring on but uh definitely one we're going to have a have to have a little eyes on um the premier league fixtures well the premier league results were a little bit up and down at this game week i would say but from an fpl's perspective Stephen, is any any surprise packages that came out should we all be transferring Kiefer moore in our teams <laughs> i wouldn't say there's any surprise packages um you've got trossard who's still taking the piss out of fpl managers by returning yeah. in the most difficult games when he's on everyone's bench <laughs> or when he's transferred out and then not turned up in the easy ones um, you've got Dallow, who we mentioned quite extensively last week, is the defensive punt of the week, um, and he's still doing quite well with another clean sheet and three bonus points. I think I've seen FPL uh, putting a tweet out saying he's got three bonus on four occasions this season, only behind Holland. Wow! So he's doing quite well, and then 
you've got our boys uh, Trippier, Almiron and Wilson still on flames at the minute and up the Premier League we go. Indeed, and after the 4-0 game against Villa, it was probably, you think it would be an anomaly in a normal season, but actually we've been playing a way that actually 4-0 probably flattered Villa a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, think, I think the standing manager needs a little bit of credit for only keeping it down to 4, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but obviously Southampton up next, who aren't doing too great themselves. I think we've got an all right record against Southampton, if memory serves right. Yeah. Um, but the way we're playing, I don't think it even matters who we come up against is a good chance. And obviously Trippier in the bonus once again. I think there's only been one game or two games potentially where he's not hit the bonus, which is, or that he's blanked it or something like that, which is uh, it's un- unbelievable really, isn't it? It is. Um, so he's doing very, very well indeed. Yeah, I've been def- definitely touting our boys for the final two. Obviously, Chelsea last game, you might feel like if you hadn't already got on after the Spurs game, you might have missed out a little bit and that could well be the case, to be honest with you. But you know, I can imagine the Newcastle players, especially Wilson trying to get to the World Cup, would be on a lot of people's radars for those moves. And with Tony out the next game week because of suspension, yes. I think he's probably going to be one of the highest yeah, transferred players in this week. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. I mean, how long do you say that um, you're, you're, you're missing out with the Newcastle players for? I think at this point, you just have to get them in. And yeah. even the triple up looks on at the minute um, like you said Tony is going to be one of the most transferred out with his suspension this game week we'll be looking to bring someone in I've got Tony I'm looking at Wilson I'm looking at Calvert-Lewin that's probably where I'm going to be going this game week um, but I wouldn't put anyone off going for the triple up with Newcastle just because of how well we're playing like in every game at the moment we've got the highest XG so we're looking really good yeah, and the triple up does seem like it's only a pick from about five players. I would say Wilson, Almiron, uh, Trippier, Shaw, and Pope seem to be the only options really out there. Probably Shaw's the least favourable out of those. So it is one of them four boys really that you're going to get in. But everybody knows that. Everybody knows who they're targeting. Um, Sky Sports News obviously has their own little fantasy section at the moment. It's fantastic to see plenty of Newcastle players <laughs> across there. And now I think Wilson might have just sneaked into the top five for the strikers as well. So it's all looking rosy up here, Paul. It is. Um, Results-wise, Brighton, bit of a surprise result on the weekend there. Um, Written in the stars, wasn't it? It was. I I was waiting for that first Chelsea defeat under Potter because it seems like they've got away with it a few times results-wise so far. Um, I feel like with Chelsea... Most of their team's out of form at the moment, barring Kepa, but they've still managed to pick up points before this game. Yeah, and I'm a little bit gutted that we haven't got Chelsea this week coming because obviously we're on a roll. And obviously on the game we just gone, Potter played, was it Pulisic and Sterling yes. as right wing backs? Yes. Now he's probably got a, a week now to figure out, well, he's obviously figured out that that wouldn't work. So he's probably got a weekend now to put it in action, his new system. I would have liked that new action to have been against us. But he's probably going to get a, a good result potentially against Arsenal if he does get one. That's a lot of confidence going into that last game. But we can we can just live in hope, mate. We can. Um, yeah, I think it's strange playing them at wing back. I mean, we know they like playing five at the back. I just don't see how Sterling and Pulisic can be seen as anything in a defensive sense. To be honest with you, no. they, they had Azpilicueta and Chilwell on the bench, didn't they? Mm. That's if they're fit, why are they not playing? I don't think Azpilicueta is a great player now, anyways. I think he's lost it quite a bit over the last couple of years, but still, uh, defensively, at least he's a, a much more sounder player than Pulisic. Um, I mean, the on match of the day, where well, they're getting 
picked on a little bit, weren't they? Um, for being out of position quite often Certainly. and leaving the back three um, very much open. But yeah, I think Chelsea would be a nice game to, to target right now. And I can see why people are probably bring in Arsenal players even against Chelsea at this point. Yeah, nothing to be afraid of at the moment. I don't think there's def- Although Potter's done well, it's his first result. Definitely just feels like that 11 isn't settled whatsoever. Um, away from defence, we're talking a strikers now, Stephen. Haaland. Now, obviously, highest one player in the game by some distance now. Um, rightfully so as well. He's obviously been amazing. Obviously, there was very, very, very early team news that he wasn't going to be travelling or he definitely wasn't going to be in the squad. So that sort of made managers' minds up for them. Um, Pep's six pressers was something along the lines of he won't be available for Seville um, and he's sort of in paraphrasing him here but he's sort of touch and go for Fulham um, so managers might even be looking to come away is that in your mindset at all Stephen? It would be if I'd already took him out earlier in the season because you wouldn't have as much value built up in him but the fact I've had him since the very first game week um, yeah, I don't think it's something I'm going to do especially not looking at that fixture after Fulham as well Brentford at home I can just see them scoring about 4 or 5 there and I do think you'd be fit again by then anyways yeah, it's obviously it, it hurts a lot with an FPL manager seeing him on the bench and I think yes. I'm in the same boat as you Stephen if he has to stay on the bench for me and not get any points over the next two game weeks, I'm just going to bear it out. Uh, similar to you, and probably similar to quite a lot of listeners, I got my 11.5, he's now 12.2. I know on the after the World Cup, I'm going to want him straight back in. Right. It's a lot of money to be wasting, so I think I can probably, looking at my squad, I can probably grind it out for the last two game weeks without him, if that is the case. Um but that's sort of looking ahead a little bit. If there's talk of him potentially being back for the weekend... Uh, in the squad, you don't know if he's starting or if you don't know he's on the bench. Uh, I'm not sure when their fixture is, so I'm not sure if we'll get any early team news early enough to actually capitalise on it whatsoever. Yeah. But what would what would you be telling people if there wasn't that early team news? Well, even if uh, Pep comes out in the press and says he's not fit, who's to say he's not playing mind games and he's going to play anyways? It would be damaging if you transferred him out and then... He actually played in either of those two games in the end because Fulham at home and Brentford at home, you just know he, even if he gets 50, 60 minutes in those games, he's got a good chance of scoring two-plus goals. Certainly. It's it's just a scary thought not going with him. I mean, you batted against him for the captaincy the other week and that was times. scary enough. Yeah, I've done it three times um, this season. Two of them have uh, yeah, been putting the fire with it, but one of them one of them <laughs> nearly worked out, but I still only made, uh, I think it was two points on it. So at this point, it's not worthwhile going against them, I would say. It, it's a net loss of about 20 <laughs> points, <is>. you see. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously, if Haaland isn't fit, we've discussed that a little bit, um, or even if he's not in the squad, or here he's definitely on the bench, I don't know what kind of news. I'm just looking there, the, the fixture is at 3 o'clock on a Saturday, so it's definitely not guaranteed that you're going to have anything early. It's worth keeping your eye out on Twitter, or actually just closing and deleting the app, because you've got no idea what, what's going to come out of it. Captaincy punts this game week coming up. I tweeted out the other day that I think it's going to be very spread. I mean, Liverpool assets, people are really only on Salah at the moment, but of course they've got Spurs. And obviously, you've got Kane and Son there, who you may not want. I mean, you might want to actually target Liverpool at the moment. They're not looking good whatsoever. But as a general, you're probably going to try and sway away from it if you can. 
the other two big teams, obviously Arsenal and Chelsea, play each other. So I think a differential captain, should Haaland be out, is going to be very popular this game week. Any standout options? Well, it's got to be one of the Man City boys still. Obviously, if you're sitting with Kevin De Bruyne, he's going to be the best captaincy option of the game week. Um, we don't normally go for defenders as captaincy options, but um, I did a few times last season and it did pay off. Um, Cancelo, if um, yeah. yeah, if, if Mitrovic has picked up a knock, hasn't he as well, apparently? If he's not playing against Man City, um, should hopefully get a clean sheet and I could see him getting an attack and return as well, so I can see why people would look there. Um, but yeah, I think you've just got to look at the Man City boys. There's not really any other fixture that stands out. Maybe you would look at Man U because of their form they're in. Uh, potentially look at Rashford, but that'll be Emery's first game as well, so I can see why that would put mm. people off. Yeah, certainly. And I think if you're looking at the Man, Man United boys, there's probably going to be a transfer in as well. Um, not many people are sitting on their assets at the moment, so that yeah. would require a transfer. Um, Stephen, I've got Foden. You mentioned the Man City boys, obviously benched the last two. Probably expected to play midweek from in Seville, so it doesn't really give you much indication once again mm. what Pep might do on the weekend. It's a risk because you may captain Haaland and then actually it might just be your vice who comes in. Um the risk will go with two City boys as captain, as vice-captain. I've seen a few teams over the weekend doing that. Is it still too big of a risk to do that? Is, is Foden uh, eligible captain despite being dropped or was he rested for the last two Premier League games? Well, Foden was going to be my transfer in this game week. It has put us off a little bit, the fact he didn't play uh, last weekend, just gone. Um, I think he's a good captaincy option, but you've just got to be wary that if he doesn't start... Um, you could just be getting a two-pointer for the game with him. Um, I think more people are going to look to go to De Bruyne, um, and he's someone I'm thinking about bringing in now. I'm thinking about taking Salah out for De Bruyne, just to have him as a captaincy option, just because I can't see where else to look at for captaincy this week, to be honest. In my team, anyways, my team doesn't look great for captaincy options at all. Yeah. Um, I'll probably mention another team who are currently sitting in the Champions League spots, Stephen, that's Newcastle. Callum Wilson obviously playing out of his skin. It's been well documented in recent well weeks, but certainly in the past through past few three or four days about the potential England call up. He's playing out of his skin. He's doing those interviews, talking on the pitch. Um, they've got Southampton next. Obviously, him and Trippier both looking good at the moment. I think Wilson is probably actually going to be quite highly captained this game week, and it's definitely a debate for me. Yes. Would you put? Would you try and put us off at all? I wouldn't try and put you off it. A fully fit Callum Wilson is a is a dangerous player for sure, and the way he's playing at the moment, trying to get into that England squad, I can see why you would look there. Um, Southampton aren't the best. Um, they do tend to con. I think they've only picked up one clean sheet, so they do tend to concede. Um, so yeah, I can see why you would look there. I mean, Almiron for me wouldn't be a captaincy option just because his price <laughs> puts us off a little bit. See, see, that's it. That's it. That's a, it's a conversation to have that there, Stephen, because he's he's playing out of his skin. You score in every week, but you won't captain him because he started the game at five point five. It's fucked, isn't it? The same reason you same reason people won't captain Martinelli because he started the game at six. It's just the mindset where. It is. The price that they came in is you automatically think they're a lesser player, and of course they are because they've been priced that way. And you'll never go for a defender, probably because of the same reason they're a low price, and or the upside is a little bit lower. And you think that with the lowly priced players, but how is he a captaincy option? He's got double figures in his last two games, definitely. That's I can't great. think how you. 
you, well, there you go. You'll be able to check better than me. Double figures the last three games. It's unbelievable, really. And it, 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 he's going to be starting. He's going to be playing the 90. He's playing against Southampton. I've got no idea who they're left back, but he's Terrible. probably shite. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, exactly. There's no reason why he can't bag again. No reason whatsoever. Yeah, the price definitely dictates whether you think they can put the captain's armband on them. I'm just trying to think now who's who's the cheapest player that I've ever put the, the armband on. And I think it's probably going to be somewhere like 6.5 to 7 million. I think Zaha one of the years. I put it on him and it didn't turn out very well, I'm pretty sure. So I've never looked there again. But yeah. Well, Cancelo was probably only about 6.5 oh, when you passed him last year. Yeah, fairs. I didn't think about the defenders. Uh, yeah, Cancelo would. And that worked very well for you. You got short memory, mate. I have, but I am definitely. I'm not <laughs> going to be looking at Almiron. I think I'm, like I say, I think I'm going to go for De Bruyne, bring him in for Salah. Um, whether I'm going to take a hit on top of that, that's another question. Um, but yeah, I don't, that's where I'm going to look at this week. Yeah, so a little bit on hits, so Stephen. There's only two game weeks left. I have took a hit this week. Um, that was mainly because I thought Bowen was going to be out. David Moyes' presser was a little bit jaded. Actually suggested that he was going to be out, but uh, in the end, it, it worked out okay. Um, two game weeks left. Oh, we're taking hits now out of just out of luxury rather than injury now. We'll just ride it out. How how are we feeling now? I mean, I'm sitting here now. I've got the yellow flags only on Haaland. We've already discussed he won't be going anywhere. And I've got Saka. Um, he wouldn't be a hit if he was going to go out. Is there a... Would you hit at this later season or if it's just ride it out, overhaul, then there we go? Depends on what your bench looks like. Um, my bench for, for this week is Kilman, Nico Williams, who didn't start in the last game, but he could well be brought back into the side with them getting tonked off Arsenal. Um, and then Tony as well. So it's whether you figure those players as ones that you'd like to come in should Saka, Haaland not play. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think it's yeah. worth taking a hit at this late stage just because it's time to just take more risks before you can uh, use that wild card for the World Cup. So I'm not definitely not against it. Um, if we get news that either of those two are definitely out, then uh, minus four getting Tony out for either Calvert-Lewin or Wilson's definitely going to be on the cards for me. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I'm looking at my bench now. I've put Saka on there just in case he is injured. And it's Saka, Pereira, who's got City, and then Emerson, who's not getting a game. So I think if Saka, I hear about Saka or anybody else gets injured midweek, it could be a minus four for me. It's all team dependent, really. Ideally, you would take no hits any week. Yeah. Um, but it just it's just obviously just how your team is looking. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so... Two game weeks left, Stephen. Um, we've discussed the City boys to death, probably. Um, but Everton, West Ham, certainly jump out as having two very good fixtures coming up. Um, Everton, Leicester at home and then Bournemouth away. West Ham with Palace and Leicester both at home. Um, good fixtures for those teams. Who would be the punts from there? We discussed it a little bit last week, but um, has anyone else came to the fall a little bit, do you think? Both teams obviously didn't score at the weekend, so might not necessarily be much change from the last podcast. Yeah, well, it's a bit frustrating that I've took Bowen out. I don't know if you feel the same way now. Um, it would be all right if we brought in Martinelli, I would say, but the fact that we've took yeah. out Bowen and he's got Crystal Palace and Leicester at home, I still think he's the, the, the place to go if you're looking at West Ham boys. Um, I can see why people might go Ben Rama as well if he's on pens. Um, mm. He's starting to come to fruition a bit more now. Um, Skamaka, not entirely sure on him at the minute. He got took off um, after getting a yellow card early in the game against United, uh, Man United that is. 
not Newcastle United. <laughs> um, so I'm not entirely sure if you'd go there. Um, Everton-wise, I've already got Gordon. I still think he's a great option at his price. Awobi we mentioned last game week. He's playing a bit higher up the pitch in the middle now. He looks really good. Um, but I think Calvert-Lewin would definitely be the punt of the, uh, the the final two game weeks if you've got a transfer to make up front for someone like Tony. Yeah, it just it just feels like it's a shame that it is Everton West Ham because obviously they're two teams that haven't really lit it up no. this year. Um, well, obviously Man City. I mean, we can talk about them a little bit if we are talking about punts. Um, you never know what Pep's going to do. But is there anybody like a is a Grealish or a Bernardo or a Mares? Is any of those Alvarez? Oh, definitely Alvarez. He's he's a good price as well. Is there any of those that? Are you at this stage now, if you're just looking for those quick gains, if you've maybe fell behind a little bit, or does it just feel like a pure rage transfer, just hitting just, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, Grealish um, says he's not a goals or assists player, but he needs to do an, Al- he needs to do an Almiron, <laughs> doesn't he? That's what he needs to do. Start hitting the back of the net. Lots of memes going around of that. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't look at Grealish. As I've just said, he's not a goals or assists player. He's even confirmed it himself. So I think right now he'd be looking at... Bernardo Silva, or potentially Alvarez, um, if Haaland's confirmed out. But then again, if Haaland's confirmed out, once if he ends up playing in the end, she'll be furious if you've made that transfer and Alvarez is sitting on the bench. Yeah, but I think what you'd also say to that is if Haaland is on the bench, you're looking at maybe Alvarez getting... You get a full game if they're doing well, you'd you'd expect. um, Or you could end up getting half game, do you know what I mean, if they haven't haven't turned up yet because Haaland is obviously a game changer. He's a beast. If Pep, it's Pep's team haven't scored, he'll just bring him on. He'll score two. Yeah, definitely. It's as easy as that. Let's move on to Liverpool finally. Another bad result for them. Um, they've got Spurs away and then Southampton at home. Are you keeping Salah in your team just for that fixture against Southampton in game week 16? <laughs> um, or is he starting to burn a bit of a hole in your pocket. I know he got a seven-pointer on the weekend. Um, it could have been more, especially if, mm-hmm. if Nunes could put the ball in the back of the net. Um, Aye. But that Tottenham away fixture doesn't look great. It doesn't look great, mate, but he has just scored at the weekend. You know, I'm not expecting loads from mm. him, although you should be with him being the most expensive player in the game and the history uh, of the game. But he's just got to sit there for me now. I think there's nothing stopping him getting one against Tottenham. I don't think they're looking particularly strong themselves. Obviously, he bagged two against, uh, letting two against us, two against Bournemouth. They're not doing well in the Champions League midweek either. I think they're conceding in those. So you probably wouldn't tout Tottenham for a clean sheet, despite how badly Liverpool are playing. Yeah. Um, so I'm still going to keep a hold of him. Obviously, that Southampton fixture at the end is just the icing on the cake, really. Um, it just it just still feels so weird. I mean, we're almost halfway through the season now, Stephen, and Liverpool assets just aren't getting talked about. I mean, they must have been bad on the weekend because Robertson got three bonus points. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's unbelievable. Letting two goals, he got an assist, fair enough, but he still ended up with three bonus. Yeah, just shows, doesn't it? I mean, I've got Van Dijk in my team as well, so... Oh, what do you think about doing that? Is he just hanging on for you as well? He's just hanging on because there's other fires I need to put out in my team. But um, yeah. I'm expecting them, obviously, to, to get a clean sheet against the likes of Leeds and Forest. That's the thing. Um, that's why you bring him in. That's it. And I was confident after that City game that they'd been upturned in form, but there just hasn't been, to be honest. Um, no. So I'll probably not be going with any Liverpool players 
at all after I get Salah out and then Van Dijk out on the the World Cup wild card. Um, I think it's just one of them yeah. we have to wait and see with Liverpool. But if you remember a couple of years ago, this this same um thing happened and they end up just making the top four with some good end of season form. I remember Trent putting in a few blinders towards the end of the season, so they might change come come towards the end of the season. Yeah. Despite the league position now in that very, very sketchy form, I, st- I think everyone still expects them to finish in the, uh, the top four. I can't imagine the, the bookies' odds have changed a great deal. Well, they would have changed, obviously, from the start of the season, but they'll still be very heavily odds-on, I'd imagine, to finish in the top four. And I think most football fans will expect them to get there some way, somehow. I just hope that they leave it as late as possible and it's really scary for them because I'm not lost. I, I celebrated that Leeds um, last minute win. I went at win. <laughs> I've got absolutely no affiliation with either of the clubs. Yeah, it was a great last minute winner though, wasn't it? Did you see uh, the, yeah. the manager Marsh when he celebrated it? <laughs> Some boy like a pro- clicking his fingers like he was like in year five or something. Class, I love out like that. I mean, I mean, He's endearing him as a manager, was... isn't he? I quite like him. I, I, usually when... Americans come into football. It just Ted sounds Lasso. so weird hearing them, and yeah, <laughs> sounds so weird seeing them speaking things like that. But he does, he's fitting in nicely, and I think he's probably bought himself a little bit extra time as well. There was a lot of talk of him being the uh, the next manager to go, but he's done he's done well there to get a win against Liverpool, and it's probably bought him till at least after the World Cup. You'd imagine. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, you just touched on odds for Liverpool to get in the top four. Just have a look now. Then Newcastle are five to two. That's just silly, isn't it? Mm. And what are Liverpool? Liverpool are five to six. So there's not much right, difference okay. there, really. Yeah, I suppose, obviously, but for, for considering Newcastle are currently sitting in fourth and Liverpool are currently sitting in ninth, mm. there's a, it's a little bit, you know. But that's just how... It, 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 everybody expects them to still hit the top four. They'll, they'll, make, they'll find a way to do it. Um, just maybe it's going to be after the World Cup. Despite all, most of their players will be going away on international duty, I presume. Um, they'll still find a way. Hopefully they get some injuries over that time. That's what I was going to say. That might be an issue for them just because it feels like the fixtures are catching up on them right now. Obviously, they've got an ageing squad as well, especially in midfield and mm. defence. Um, I think it's just the amount of fixtures they've played over the last few years is just catching up on them. They need some changes in defence and midfield they need to shake things up so I can see them going in for a midfielder in January I can really say it what happened to that lad that they got on loan from Archer. Juventus Arthur what's up yeah. now Archer is that how That's you say it I think so anyways um, yeah he picked up an injury straight away <laughs> stinking That's really isn't it it's got Kim Kalstrom vibes. Can you remember yes. that when Arsenal got him on loan? But like a few days before, he had fell over and broke his back. What's the chances, man? What's the chances? Yeah. Uh, well, Stephen, that's us all done ahead of game week 15. Anything more to add before we wrap this up? I've actually got now to add at this point, other than yeah. best luck for the game week, Dan. Yes, best of luck. And if you are listening and you've made it this far, can everybody follow us on Twitter at FPL. We are doing better at talking to folk on there. So please follow us and uh, we will catch you all next week. Cheers for listening. Ta-ra. Catch you later.